If you're wondering where to go to discover new music, check out In Our Headphones, the latest podcast from listener-powered KEXP. In Our Headphones brings you recommendations and insights every week, straight from KEXP DJs. And we're your hosts. I'm Isabel Kalili. And I'm Janice Headley. Join us for this never-ending journey of music discovery from KEXP and the NPR Network. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Just search KEXP. You're listening to KEXP, listener-powered radio at 90.3 FM in Seattle, streaming worldwide at kexp.org. I'm Cheryl Waters, and in the room with me is one of my favorite artists. We are so thrilled to welcome her and her band back to the KEXP space. It's Torres. Hi. Hi, Cheryl. So happy to be here. Mackenzie, we are so happy to have you here. Thirstier, your fabulous new record. And thank you for coming to share songs with us today. You shred over there and we'll chat when you're done.
You're listening to Torres live on KEXP.
Listening to Torres live on KEXP.
That is Torres live on KEXP, the title track from the new album Thirstier that came out on Merge Records this summer. And Mackenzie Scott is here with her amazing band to chat with us today. And those songs sounded fan-freaking-tastic. <laughs> Go ahead and get comfortable and get situated. I have her run over here to chat with me. Hi, Mackenzie. Hi, Cheryl. It's so great to see you. We've been doing this together a long time. We sure have. You've been pulling the heavy weight, though. That was incredible. Thank you so much. It was we, fun. We've got a big KEXB contingency down at Treefort all making their way back, and they said you just tore it up down oh, there. That makes me feel so good. Thank you. Well, you know what a longtime fan of your music I am, and I love every single record. And I do have to say, it is so happy to hear the deep, deep joy that you are eliciting right now. It sounds like it was a very deliberate choice to put that joy in your music. Tell me a little bit about how joy has infused your life and Thirstier. Um, sure. I'm, you know, I, I think the most obvious answer is, is that I'm in a, a really fantastic relationship and, um, you know, I've, I've grown up a little bit. I'm 30 now. <laughs> and, um, I think that, uh, especially, you know, with the world, the way that it is right now, I, you know, um, I just thought it's probably the right thing to do to try and elevate people's moods and spirits right now instead of something more neutral or, or, you know, something more, I don't know, whatever, whatever the old Torres would have done. Well, funny you say that because I'm so taken with how you've constructed this powerful, enormous sounding record during a time when we've all been isolated and doing things in small circles. And you rock out on your other albums for sure, but you've turned up the volume on Thirstier. When you started thinking about this record, was that something you were thinking of right from the outset? It was. Um, you know, I thought I thought I could make something happy and it could it could definitely be just as punchy, like, you know, just as effective. Um, yeah, if I turn up the volume and and make it something, you know, if I if I yell it, if I quite literally yell it, then uh, then I can do both things that I want. I can, you know, try and infuse um, joy into the into the music, but I can also, 
you know, I can still get that sort of uh, release that I that I require whenever I play, which is, you know, I want to sweat, I want to get hot, I want to, I want to feel like I've worked out. You're literally jumping for joy. Yeah, <laughs> quite literally. <laughs> well, you you talk about being in a really happy relationship, and your connection with Jenna seems so strong. And I don't think of you as someone who stays idle, but you have said that she's the one who encouraged you to start working on this record during the pandemic. She did. She's a painter and and she basically is working every day. I mean, in the studio painting around the clock. And I, uh, she didn't really let any, you know, any time go by during the pandemic. She was just kind of like, well, you know, I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing. And um, and I was like, wow, I probably need to take a page out of her book and not pout, which is, you know, I pouted for maybe a month and, and, um, I didn't know, you know, I didn't, I didn't know when I was going to start making another record. And then she, she was like, you know what, if you come out of this, um, with something, it's because you made it. And if you don't, it's because you didn't. (laughs) Well, I mentioned that your connection with her is strong and I read that you saw her in a dream before you even met her. And that it was a dream that was driving you to distraction. I mean, what was it like when you first laid eyes? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, yeah, I, truth be told, I saw her in a dream about a week before I met her. And I, I, went, to, I went to a past life um, regression hypnotherapist is what I did in New York. And, I, you know, because this, this dream was bothering me. I was like, I don't know this person, but I am in love with her. And, uh, yeah, so when I met her a week later in my favorite bar in the East Village, I, I was so surprised. And, you know, I think, I think the first thought I had was, I'm going to marry this girl. <laughs> that gives kind of new meaning to that, where you walk up to someone and you're like, I know you. From have we somewhere. met? Yeah, have we met? <laughs> That's great. Well, she's clearly all over this record. What was it like showing her these beautiful songs? I just felt so proud. I mean, I've really, you know, I've never had, uh, I've never had somebody in my life, you know, I've never, I mean, I've never really been in a, a long-term relationship. And, you know, um, whenever I first showed her the songs, I was like, you know, these are for you. Like my joy comes, you know, my joy comes from you. My joy comes from, from the song and they're all kind of feeding each other. Um, and yeah, just proud is the word really. Well, Don't Go Putting Wishes in My Head, which you just performed so beautifully, is such a beautiful, unique love song that perfectly captures the thrill of being in love, but also the anxiety and how much is at stake there. And it's a stunning showcase for what you can do vocally and musically. Can you tell me how that song came together? Thank you. Um, yeah, the that sweet spot between happiness and anxiety is really kind of where that the tension comes in. And I think what makes um, a lot of songs special. So um, that was really what I was getting at with that one. Um, it was, you know, originally before I recorded the the album version, it was a little slower, a little bit um, more melancholy sounding. And, and when we got into the studio, um, we, we made it a Fleetwood Mac. We actually bumped up the BPM to uh, exactly the BPM of uh, Go Your Own Way. I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I think it's uh, 136 BPM, I think. And uh, yeah, we just turned it into a bit more of a toe tapper um, in studio, and and yeah, that gave me a chance to, to, as you said, showcase the vocal range that I wasn't quite sure I had, and, <laughs> and I went for it. 
Ah, it's such a great song. And you let the viewers into you and Jenna's home for the video on that song. And it feels like a continuation of the vulnerability that you have showcased on this record and that we've seen in other Torres songs. But do you ever hesitate to be so honest and vulnerable with your audience? Um, I mean, it certainly crosses my mind that I give a lot away, but but at the same time, you know, it is what I'm here for. I think, I think I probably shouldn't be making records if I'm not risking something is what it comes down to. So, you know, I like to make risky music, Cheryl. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, this album reflects the domestic bliss of life with a partner. And while I'm sure it's a huge relief to be back on the road on tour, do you feel a little bittersweet about leaving behind this time that you spent at home? I always do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's definitely a uh, new terrain, leaving somebody that I love at home and, you know, um, but, but, but you know what, I, I think what's amazing about having that support system at home is that I actually feel like I, I mean, that, that's exactly what it is. I have a support system at home. Um, so when I come back, you know, I've got something to look forward to. I think, um, for many years I, I got the post tour blues and, you know, didn't really have anything to think about or do when I got back from a tour and, you know, it is, it is bittersweet, but it's, you know, the sweet side of bittersweet. Oh, I love that. And had you ever been able to spend that much time at home since you started be- touring as a musician? I had not. No, I, I had to learn how to be a domestic partner. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that was fun. <laughs> Well, Jenna's done the album covers for your last two records, and my God, what a gift that is. She is an incredibly talented artist, and so much is conveyed through those paintings. I imagine you still see something, another layer in them every time you look at them, and they're of you, they're for you. They're just incredible. I do. I'm, I'm, I mean, yes, I could never articulate exactly what those paintings mean to me and, and what they do to me. Um, I mean, yeah, Jenna's love is in every, every stroke of the brush. Well, it sounds like you both inspire each other. I mean, she's inspired the songs that you've written, and you've clearly inspired the work that she does. I mean, she did a show that was essentially work of you. And you definitely are there on another, you know, as an artist on stage, people are looking at you, and now there's a whole other sphere that people are looking at you. But, but you seem to be okay with that. Um, it took me quite a while to discover that, uh, exhibitionism is sort of my way of feeding myself. (laughs) Um, yeah, I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't quite aware of that until kind of recently. Basically when Jenna started painting me, I I realized I, I actually really like being seen. Well, your previous album, Silver Tongue, came out in January 2020, right after your 30th birthday, and it ended up on so many of our KEXP DJs' top list of the year of records, and you did a great live on KEXP at home session for us, which we really appreciate. That's so beautiful. People go back and watch that on our YouTube channel, but I know that you were all set and ready to dive deep into touring on that record when, unfortunately, it was cut short, like so many of us. Did you go through a grieving process at all, not being able to, to bring that album out, you know, and give it its, its due course? I did. Um, yeah, when I said I pouted at home for a little while, that was a big part of it. I, um, I, it yes, 
you know, and I, and I can't make it about me because there's, you know, every one of my peers went through the same thing, but it, it did sting. And um, yeah, I was, I was disappointed not to share those songs live. Well, you were actually in Europe when you had to cut your tour short and come home and you were stuck there and you reached out to fans to help you get home. And I actually kind of teared up when I read about how people reached out, although I wasn't surprised. I'm actually tearing up thinking about it now. I mean, that must have felt really good. You know, a lot of times I know how much you're loved because I play your music all the time and I get all that love. And of course, I guess you get it when you're on stage and people, but that's a, that's an, that's a pretty significant thing to, to see that deep love and, su- and support. It was significant. I, um, every time I think about it, I too tear up. Um, you know, I've never, I, I have never reached out in such a direct way before. Um, you know, and asking for money, it's a, it's a terribly difficult thing. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it felt pretty dire and, and I was, I was really anxious about getting my band back and I reached out and I mean, it, it took no time at all. I was I was shocked actually. People people got us home like really quick, way quicker than I anticipated and yeah, I'm just extremely thankful forever. <laughs> yeah, well you deserve it. Well, you were out on tour and you were charged up. You had moved from the songwriting state of mind to this like high energy, we're out on tour and kind of not only a mindset, but a body set, if that's the right word. Did you fuel that energy into Thirstier at all? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. Body set. I, yes. I mean, there is a certain like amount of physical preparation that goes into all of it. And, um, and I, I mean, just naturally I have a ton of kinetic energy. So I was thinking, and I was thinking when I, when I started writing Thirstier, like, okay, so how can I make this a show where there's just the maximum amount of, you know, not just psychic energy, but actual physical energy expelled and sort of projected onto crowds. And that was partially initially what led me into writing these, you know, these huge songs. Well, you brought a lot of joy out of yourself in making this record, but it's been very important for you, I've read, to share that joy with others. And you've certainly done that with this new record, Thirstier. I'm so excited to see you out on tour. You're playing the Tractor Tavern tonight. Usually you're wearing cowboy boots. And now you've got this amazing outfit <laughs> where you're matching your band. But if ever there was a place to wear cowboy boots, it's at the Tractor. <laughs> so you might want to wander in maybe for sound check with those. I might need to go pick up some boots. <laughs> yeah, how many do you have? I know I've seen quite a few just in your live concerts over the years and then in your videos. I have several pairs at home, but I, uh, I left them there. I better go pick some up. Oh, always a good excuse to buy a new <laughs> pair of cowboy boots, right? Well, Mackenzie, it's so great always to see you. Thirstier, magnificent, but that's true of all of your records. I'm so happy. You're always changing it up and bringing us something new, and that's a delightful surprise. Thank you so much, Cheryl. It's such a pleasure to talk to you again. I can't thank you enough for your support over the years, truly. Well, thanks for the gift of music that you give us, and I look forward to whenever we see you next. Have a great time tonight, and you're listening to Torres live on KEXP.